The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, Paul's Pizza in Westchester on 31st and Wolf Road, Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com, hookandhunttv.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the knowledgeable sportsman, Ren Lake Area Tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com. Bizbaits, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. You can get them at bizbaits.com. Follow me and contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, I hope you're ready to enjoy today's show and follow me into the great outdoors. On today's program, we've got some great guests. Our old friend Jim Chelswig is going to be talking about what we should do when we find one of nature's little newborns in the great outdoors, whether we're on a hike or it's in our own backyard. There's things you need to know. Then Rich Fry, a musky angler extraordinaire and a lure maker who caught a 49 and a quarter inch muskie that you could see a photo of on Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Um, he caught it a couple of weeks ago, and he's going to exactly tell us how he did it, what happened on the boat, all the fun things about fishing. And then the crappie man himself, Jason Johns of Boneyard Guide Service, he's going to be coming on today's program, and he has been continuing to catch crappie after crappie after crappie for weeks on Ren Lake. You need to set up a guide search trip with him you need to go down there yourself if you got a boat but this is the time to get those crappies and numbers as well as some bass and catfish action you won't be sorry about all right and then we'll have our outdoor news and fishing report as our final segment on the show but remember to tell your friends and to tune in and listen to us on the new espn chicago app where you can hear today's show and listen to old podcasts, and even subscribe for free so you can get it as easy as one, two, three, and like us at Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Let's see who our first guest is. On the phone with me, yes, we haven't heard him in a while, and I'm excited to hear his docile tones and a voice that could launch a thousand ships, but harass Really? Who you got on? I can't wait. We have Mr. Jim Chelsvig. Da, 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 da. I haven't done that for anybody since you. How are you, Chauncey? I'm doing fine, Jim. Jim was on every week for, I can't, I'm at it, every month for many, many months. He's a turkey hunting buddy of mine. Uh, we talk about deer hunting. We talk about this. We talk about that. Uh, he ma- does beautiful arrows. Uh, I mean, he makes them from scratch and et cetera. But Jim's prior life was naturalist uh and a tremendous interest in the outdoors and i wanted to get him on the phone to talk about uh, this time of the year there was a there's a native american saying says walk gently on the earth mother earth is pregnant well she's dropping a lot of babies that's for sure (laughs) 
And I mean dropping a lot of babies. And everybody's, oh, look at this. I found an animal. The mother's not around. What do we do? Well, what do you do? You leave it alone, right? Absolutely. Correct. Leave it alone. They've been getting, they've been surviving for thousands and thousands of years without our help. They'll keep going as long as we give them the space and leave them alone. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, people, baby birds, for an example, they fall out of the nests. Some of them have got fully feathered and they just have figured out how to work. I don't know why they fell out of the nest. Kind of like me falling off a stool sometime. Um, no, that's not a bad, that's a bad. Uh, no, that's not, <laughs> a totally different concept. Yeah. Okay. Different motivation there, different stimulus. <laughs> different stimulus. Um, but I mean, if you see the bird there, you don't, don't feel like your mother nature, right? No, there's a couple of reasons they could be out of the nest. One, there could be something wrong with it. Mom knows it and she's not going to waste her time with it or her resources. Could be an overactive sibling decided to push it out. Okay, also a possibility. And life in the wild is ugly. It can be, it can be unpleasant. Uh, fledgling birds are the birds who have left the nest. They have fledged. They won't be fully feathered. They may not be able to fly very well yet. They're going to spend some time on the ground. you got to let them do that. Mm-hmm. Mom and or dad will be keeping an eye on them. But... It's best not to mess with them. Are they in danger? Sure. They're much more vulnerable like that than up in the nest, but that's life in the wild. They have a much better chance of surviving and living a normal life if we leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Now, about a week ago, I saw, some, um, I saw two different does that were really pregnant. So, they, I mean, they've, mm-hmm. they've got to be either dropped or real close to being, you know, dropping their fawns. But, you know, that's, I'm looking at them going, what do we, what is this here that I've got that people see, find a fawn in their backyard, especially if you don't, you know, don't have fences or you got a big backyard near woods and stuff, and they feel like they've got to go take it back to the forest preserve, not forest, but a rehab center or someplace like that, right? Not necessary. We've always considered essentially June 1st to be Deer's birthday. Uh, they can be dropped anywhere from you know, early May into late June, mm-hmm. uh, they will spend at least a week on the ground or so with mom staying away. Mom's a big, stinky animal. Fawns don't have any scent, really. Mm-hmm. And the spots actually camouflage them. If you walk through the woods when the sun's shining through the leaves, you understand why the white spots actually work as camo. And I've just about tripped over the darn things. That's how well it works. And I was looking for them. Uh, mom will leave the fawn. She will not bed with with the fawn because with her scent, she can actually attract attention to it. She's not far away. Uh, she'll come in, pick it up at night, take it out and you know, feed it and all that stuff. Then she'll plunk it down somewhere for the daytime. If it's in your yard or on your property, cool. Get a picture, enjoy it, watch it with the binoculars, leave her alone. Hmm. It's fine. Very rarely are babies abandoned. They're not really abandoned. I mean, they might be orphaned. It can happen. But just because you see it alone, that doesn't mean there's a problem. It doesn't mean it's on its own. Mm -hmm. Now, I know a lot of people find squirrels this time of the year, baby squirrels. Um, 
and you know they feel they got to either oh it's a squirrel I'm gonna bring it I'm gonna bring it into my house and I'll put it in a cage and and bring it back to you know I'll nurse it back to health. No, no, just stop. <laughs> no, just, just just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, one thing I should have mentioned about the birds, by the way, uh, people a lot of times try and put a bird back in the nest, and it, it could be on the nest for a good reason or on the ground for a good reason. It might be back on the ground before you get back to the house. So putting it back in the nest, like the fledging, yeah. not to stay, probably not mm-hmm. the best idea. Now, what about one of your favorite critters? Uh, 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 baby raccoons. <laughs> they're they're gonna they're gonna be with mom. They're gonna and very often they're gonna den up in a, a bad place like your attic or under your deck or something or in your shed, something like that. All you can do is wait for mom to to take them. Yeah, mom could get hit on the road. Okay. You can take them to a licensed rehabilitator. Mm-hmm. Uh, some places won't accept raccoons. They can be prone to various diseases like distemper, which is a, a big one. It's very contagious, and it can spread through a rehab place very mm. quickly. Okay. Uh, again, if you know mom's not around, that's pretty hard to determine. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you see mom dead in the street and the kids are hanging around like, hey, let's go, what's going on here? Yeah, okay, you probably got an issue. And I would, before you do anything, call, whether it's a rehab center or a licensed rehabilitator, you can get names and phone numbers from the Illinois DNR website. Mm-hmm. That website also has some really good information as far as what do I do if I find fill in the blank, whether it's baby raccoons, baby birds, fawns, whatever, that has some really good information. I didn't know that. Yes. I don't have the website off the top of my head, but if you do a search on living with wildlife in Illinois, that will get you there. Excellent, excellent list, Mm -hmm. excellent resource. Another one that many, many, many people find, especially kids find them, because the kids are outside. And since, you know, we're basically stay at home or trying to stay more at home, uh, bunnies. Mm-hmm. Those widow wascoey rabbits. The part that puzzles me is why does Mama Rabbit choose to put her nest in the fenced yard with a big dog, <laughs> a big predator? And I got to admit, though, a lot of times it works. I don't know how, but it works. Baby bunnies are going to be in a little depression in the ground, covered with grass clippings, maybe some fur. Mom comes about twice during the night to feed them. Mm-hmm. She'll just kind of sit over the nest, feed them, and blast off again. They're not abandoned. Just leave them alone. And they leave the nest. You know, Mom's done with them when they're still pretty small, like maybe less than six inches long. Yeah. Leave them alone. And are they guaranteed to survive? No. Rabbits reproduce like rabbits because many of them don't survive. And when you're the low low individual on the food chain, mm-hmm. rabbits' role in nature, forgive me, folks, is to be killed and eaten by other things. Mm-hmm. That's the, the purpose they serve. So many of them don't survive. And that's, that's the nature of the business there. So. Never thought of it that way, Jim. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of you it know, that way. Excuse like, me. I'm like I said... 
Mother Nature can be pretty cruel when you, you know, it can be beautiful, but she can also be pretty cruel when you look a little bit below the surface. Yeah. So if you got and a critter- speaking of our yes, speaking of our lockdown situation here, yes, you can go out and walk in the woods. Yes, we can. For something to do to get out of the house, and you don't even need to have your mask on unless you're with a crowd. Mm-hmm. But go out, look at the birds, look for deer. You know, and enjoy the, the fresh air. Where where you deep, because the mosquitoes are going to be coming out pretty serious. Oh, there, yeah. But. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I have uh, seen everything I've seen. This year I've seen more chipmunks than I've ever seen in my life. I've seen um, a, a red fox about four or five houses north, just down the street from me, running across the road between houses. I've seen deer. I've seen uh, a lot more hawks. and th- it's, it's almost like because... We're not so much running around everywhere. Everybody in the woods decided to come on out and see us. <laughs> I've heard other people say that. You know, I've heard that expressed elsewhere. I can't tell you where. But mm-hmm. And here's one for you. I was up north, northern Wisconsin, for a few days. I saw my first porcupine. Did you? Never seen one before. And I got within, a, let's just say I maintained an adequate social distance. Yeah. But it, it was pretty close to six feet. I got some great pictures of him. Oh, yeah. They're just—they're not afraid of anybody. Kind of like a skunk. Like, what are you no. gonna do? Mess with me? Uh, a skunk will kind of walk away from you a little bit more. But the one time I ran across a porcupine in the evening with the flashlight, and he was doing some damage to a building, and I didn't want to shoot. I, I started yelling at it. I mean, and I'm—you know—I'm throwing sticks at it just to kind of move out of here. Come on, get you know. And all that thing did was. It really slowly turned its head to the right to look at me, looked at me, turned its head slowly back to the left and started gnawing on the plywood. I'm like, this isn't good. <laughs> it was like, you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, they, they don't have a whole lot to fear. No, they don't. Well, Jim, thank you so much for coming on the show this morning and talking to us about the baby critters of the woods. It's been fun. It's been a long time. Good to talk to you. And you know what? Let's talk some more, because people enjoy you on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I can't imagine why, but if you insist. I know, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jim Chalzwick, everybody. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. 
When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037 and get ready to yell fish on waterworks has been there through this pandemic for the first responders service marine needs for their boats and helping you with your own boating needs while you get ready to launch your boat this year waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up and mercury marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new mercury outboard motor from the only authorized mercury repowered center in northeastern illinois waterworks boat sales get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price from the only authorized mercury repower center in northeastern illinois waterworks boat sales but if you need service or parts for your current boat or accessories from maps oil electronics life jackets or water toys you only need to make one call or stop Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. One thing sportsmen know best is where to get a good meal, and Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place. Whether you're looking for that true classic Chicago hot dog or an Italian beef sandwich large enough to share, Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has these and other great specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan and ribs, daily salad specials, and even the best flame-broiled burgers in the western suburbs. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs has it all for you. When someone drives 25 miles just to eat at Paul's, you know they're doing it right. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31 and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite spot. Tell them Chauncey sent you. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708 798 9700. Hey there, fellas, we got the day off. What you want to do? They want to stay home and cut the grass? No! The girls don't like it when we go fishing all day. How can they miss us if we won't go away? Gone fishing again. Gone fishing again. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Who do we got on the phone? It's Mr. Rich Fry. Hey, Rich, how are you? Good, how are you, Chauncey? I'm just, I'm a happy little duck, and 
everyone, I got to tell you about Rich. Rich is a unique fisherman for the Midwest, and he's been working the chain for a number of years. And Rich, tell everybody what you brought into your boat about a, uh, two weeks ago now, a week and a half? Uh, the Friday before last. Friday yeah, before about, last. Um, yeah, uh, approximately 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh, we were working, I live on the chain, I live on Channel Lake, and I usually start off on Channel Lake, and I have usually have one partner on the boat with me, mm-hmm. and we worked, in the spring, the, the lake is generally fairly clear in a lot of areas, and it can be very clear, and we were, were using a lot of moving baits, and the, I think the water was a little bit too clear, because we were moving fish, and they would see us. We'd see them, and they'd take off, and we couldn't get them to, uh, to, we couldn't get to stick any. So we decided to move to an area I know after some rains gets a little muddy. And within four or five casts of being in that seam area between the, the milk, the chocolate milk area, and the, where it gets a little bit clearer, um, I had, uh, had this girl on, one of my lipless. So this musky, does he slam your bait? Does he just engulf it? She, what happened was, it's funny because I, I, I had only cast out, we, we got close to some laydowns, which, which are, there are basically only, there's weeds for structure, a few cribs, and then a few laydowns on the chain. So we were tossing towards a couple laydowns, and, and as I said, about the fourth cast or so she hit, but one cast before that I felt a tick. And pretty much figured it was uh, it was a branch. The the cast after that was a much stronger tick, and she didn't slam it, but she inhaled it. Uh, and she didn't she didn't swallow it. She was in the corner of her mouth, but I could tell it was a hit, and I could tell I was fish on. And um, that's pretty much the strike. Nothing crazy. It wasn't it wasn't a walleye, you know, light strike. Nothing super heavy, and water temperature again is still fairly low. Uh, uh, low mid sixties, so it's plenty of energy, but but metabolism was not crazy. No, so you you bring this you, this fish hits this lipless bait that actually you make your own baits. That's what I find absolutely intriguing that you do this. Right, I I make all my own baits from flies and crappie fishing in the spring on up to musky baits, and I only use my own baits. Period. I don't use live baits. I don't use store bought baits. I only use my flies and baits mm-hmm. or whatever I'm fishing. So then you get the fish in. You does your does your buddy did they come out of the water? That's what I want to know. Did it break water? No. And here's something that a lot of people don't realize: uh, you don't want to keep your tip up when you pin a big fish because if they do jump, you're helping them go up and out of the water. Uh, I pin. I put my tip in the water. I pinned her down, and I cranked her to the boat in about six seconds. She was about thirty thirty five feet away, max. And I, I want to get the boat or the fish in faster than that. And she came in fast, and the water was so dark. My netman buddy missed her on the first attempt, and she went under the boat. <laughs> and I hogged her, I hogged her back out in about in between five and ten, maybe fifteen seconds max. It seems like forever, but really, if you put the stopwatch, the stopwatch on, it's not. And my buddy took another attempt, and she went back under the boat again. <laughs> She's strong. Too strong, um, and I finally pulled her out again after another five or ten seconds, and successfully he netted her. Although after the first miss, he said, "Rich, I think she's too big for the net." 
And I laughed a little bit because it was a musky net, and I knew she wasn't too big for the net. This is your net man buddy, right? Yes. Is that that's his name? Oh no no my my, my net no no Todd is his name. Oh, oh your net man Todd, who probably yeah. had a few adjectives added to his name after he missed the first net, right? <laughs> Uh, I try to keep calm, but I uh, also tried to explain to make sure uh, I was going to try to steer it head first in, and if not possible, him to try to get the head in the net first. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't laugh when he said that. I'm laughing now, but I didn't laugh when he initially said he thinks the fish is too big for the net. <laughs> I think we need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, your net's too small, Rich. Uh, huh? <laughs> oh my God! Now the fish wound up being, you said, forty-eight and a quarter. Correct. And you, what do you, you, you know, you guys, you know, you take the measurements and stuff. You can get a good estimate on weight. You thought it was somewhere around how much weight-wise? Thirty-four to thirty-five. I, I was going to girth her, but it was sunny, and I, I, I had shoulder reconstruction surgery. I wanted to get the fish back in the water really quick, so. If you look at the picture, you can see water running off of me and the fish, and we just took some quick pictures. And it's, I knew it wasn't a record, so if I girthed her, uh, she was probably about three and a half pounds shy of the record from Illinois, which is uh, 38 and a half pounds. So uh, yeah. I had 34, 35 pounds right around there. Um, hopefully I'll catch her again next year. <laughs> because you released her. Of course, of course. Every, yeah, yeah. And 48, you could keep her if you wanted to, but that, uh, it's pretty ridiculous in this day and age. If I want a mount made of her, I can easily get a mount and estimate her girth, and the taxidermist can take a look and, and do a pretty good job. Yeah, but you, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for my 50 out of the chain. Out of the chain. Take, get a length of the fish, take a lot of photos in the sun. Don't take photos you know, with you standing in front of the sun and of the fish, but you know, take photos. It's a clear picture, a lot of color. A taxidermist is an artist. A good taxidermist isn't just somebody who tans hides and puts skins on. They are artists. A good one is a yep. really good artist. And right. that's what you have to, to think about and do. But see, you're fishing the chain. Now, people for years have said, oh, the channel legs stinks. There ain't no good fishing on the channel legs. Oh, I can't catch nothing on it. It is one of the better fisheries in Illinois. And everybody who says... There's no good fish on the chain. I'm not going. Only makes it easier you for you to get that fifty. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That that's true. It, it is highly pressured. And one thing about it, you know, it's a river system and everybody knows rivers change. Your your weed lines change every year. Different associations do weed kills every year. You have uh, uh, more brutal winters and less weeds and you know so it's constantly changing and evolving and you have to be on top of it and if you come from ohio to fish chain and you're just going to rely on your your electronics and and what your buddies tell you you might find something different than you're expecting so yeah for example pulling pulling walleye out of three foot of water in the middle of the day and 80 degree temperatures on a sunny day unheard of in most places, but it happens here all the time. All yeah, the time. Exactly. You're, you're saying everybody going, what? You know, do that. The chain? Right. They just don't, they just don't expect it. I didn't expect it. I actually mm -hmm. had to hire a guide. I figured it was the best way when I first moved up here and just pick his brain and pick his brain. It was a real good guide and I learned a lot and just kind of, you got to get 
in in flux of it and and, and learn the uh, nuances because they change. They change weekly sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and water levels change. And but I think a lot of the the better fishing of the chain of lakes. Well, they've been stocking it for years with muskie and walleye. But you know, we've had a couple of really bad floods <laughs> that have come down from Wisconsin. Absolutely. And I really, this is the unscientific, you know, Chauncey sitting at the end of the bar with his buddy, Rich Fry, yeah, we're talking to having a, a soda pop. <clears throat> okay. And uh, <laughs> we're talking about the chain. And we're, it's, I think a lot of bait fish also got pushed into the chain because so many fish are quality size now. That, that's, that's quite possible because anything can get into it. Now, like, there's so many streams, rivers, lakes from, from Wisconsin coming down into the, the, the Fox chain. Yeah. And also, I mean, we have gizzard shad by the millions. There are, there, there are some years, and we should have plenty of gizzards. We had a somewhat mild winter, so I expect the, the bait to be just fine. There's, there's plenty of weeds right now. Um, again, that's the major structure, finding the weed lines. Stay out of the super thick stuff because a super big girl can't maneuver in super tight stuff. Mm -hmm. She's going to be working the weed lines and the edges and the pockets and, and stuff like that, but not in the middle of that. That you know, sometimes it gets super thick, like especially like at the top of uh, say uh, Catherine and certain areas. You just kind of want to work the perimeter, and, yeah. and they are too. <laughs> Those big fish like a little room around them. You know, they got to have some they room need, to move. <laughs> they need. That's why you got to do big. I do circles instead of figure eights. Actually, when I've got to follow or not, because two small. Yeah, figure eights, two small circles. I'd rather do one big circle to get a big girl that can turn on it. Because if you make it too small of a circle, then then she can't turn that that tight. Uh, and that's why walleye. Also, uh, you find a really good musky fishery. There's, there's generally walleye there too. They're very nimble, and they they co they coexist very well because the walleye, uh, you know, they, they'll move out of the way, and the, and the musky will say, "Oh, there's a fat, slow sucker. I'm going to go chop on it." Or there's a big old paintball of shad, and and the left of the shad. But the walleye, we have some quality walleye. I caught a nine pounder a couple of years ago. It was 27 and a half inches, pretty spot, and she was nice. And, and once again, everybody, we're talking with Rich Rye, who caught this 48 and a quarter inch, 34, 35 inch a pound muskie out of the chain about a week and a half ago. Um, is you know, been fishing it for a couple of years, you know, moved into the area and started making a life up there. And he just, it, it's amazing how many people don't think it's such a good spot. And we're telling them, the people in the classroom, come on back out and fish. But learn the lake first, because it's not the old chain that you know of. Right. And also, a little bit of input I would, I would suggest for somebody who comes out here that doesn't really know well. I There's a couple of reasons I, I downsize baits. Number one, we have the Illinois mud strain, which generally is a smaller fish. Now, the fish I caught was a mud strain. And, you know, the guys up in, in Lake of the Woods are going to laugh at it. <laughs> you know, the guys in Lake St. Clair are going to laugh at it compared to the strain the Leech Lake strain and the Great Lake strain and some of these, some of these monster strains. But um, basically, I downsize the baits, not just because they're smaller ones, because, you know, 48 plus is not a small muskie, but because I can, I can last longer, I can, I can work more water, and elephants eat peanuts sometimes, and I just, I, I, I cover more area and I get less, at 52 years old, I get less exhausted by the time I'm done. Mm -hmm. So that fish was caught on an ounce and a quarter bait, lipless lure that I made with a three-yard owner hook dress and uh, maybe four inches total in length. 
and she wanted it. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, yeah. Well, Rich, I want to thank you for coming on today's show and having fun with us. Um, if somebody wants to see some of these baits that you've made, uh, then go on Facebook to find them. Rich Fry on Facebook, uh, Fry Baits also uh, with Facebook, yep. And it's F-R-Y-E, right? Correct. F-R-Y-E Baits. And it's just, just a regular guy who loves the fish, makes his only fishes his own baits because he wants to tweak them and make them just right so he catches fish. And obviously, with a fish like that, you did more than tweak it. You did it right. Well, I appreciate it, yes. And, and it's very enjoyable. It's very it's fulfilling. Good. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show, Rich. Thanks for having me. Fun, fun time. Thank you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Waterworks has been there through this pandemic for the first responders' service marine needs for their boats and helping you with your own boating needs while you get ready to launch your boat this year. Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up, and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury repowered center in northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price. From the only authorized Mercury Reed Power Center in Northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. But if you need service or parts for your current boat or accessories from maps, oil, electronics, life jackets, or water toys, you only need to make one call or stop. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey sent you. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Somebody say, hey, we want some
Hi, this is Ski Reese, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. On the phone, I've got the man that you hear me. I don't swear about him, but I kind of go... Because he's sending me photos all the time of these fantastic crappie catches from Ren Lake and other bodies of water in southern Illinois. Jason Johns is with us. How are you? Very good, my friend. Every time I turn around, you're catching more and more crappie, and it seems like the, the pot never ends. Well, it's really a tribute to our biologists, and it's just a great lake. It's As you know, Ren Lake's uh, mm-hmm. it's not like most Corps of Engineers Lake. It's a fixed-level spillway. Mm-hmm. And almost every spring, our water's high, so we just have great spawns every year. Yeah, you, you guys really are. And I've heard of people in the brushes fishing. I've heard of people all kinds of ways, you know, trolling for crap. You name it, Jason. I've heard about that's how they're catching crappies out in Ren Lake with Boneyard. Not with you specifically, but whether it's a local guy trolling, but, you know, Boneyard Guide Service is going crazy down there. Yeah, and it is, and you're right. You can catch them right now. You can catch them shallow in a foot to two foot of water. You can catch them. You can catch them trolling. You can catch them uh, on offshore structure. You can catch them spider rigging. Anything you want, you can catch them. Which is amazing to me that you know they're that accessible. Yeah, that and they're everywhere. It's, you know, it's towards the middle, late, late middle to the end of the spawn, mm-hmm. and. Well, there's still a lot of males and a lot of the late females that didn't come up still laying eggs, and there's still a lot of big males guarding the nest. Um, there's also a lot of fish starting to move out that are done. How long do you think this you know, shallow water stuff is going to last? Another two weeks, three weeks? It usually goes till June, um, the first week of June, mm-hmm. but the fish start running smaller, uh, which you can, still start catch, you can still catch keepers. But after that, uh, but Rin Lake's also... You can get a hold of the Corps of Engineers and get all the waypoints for everything they've put in. I would tell you 75% of those sets that they put in don't even get fished. Wow. Because I know you can get them on um, enjoyrenlake.com has all the fish cribs also listed on there. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's just amazing that they're doing this. Now, one of the things that I heard was right now the larger crappies seem to be further on the northern end of the lake and the smaller crop you're on the southern end. Is that kind of true or is that just an old wise tale? Nah, I don't know about that. I fished the south end today and had several 14 to 15 inch crappies. But that is, you know, that's a generalization. A lot of people I kind of assume that the north end of the lake, it doesn't seem like there's as big as crappie population, but they're bigger. It, I don't. I don't really don't know how to explain that one because we catch big fish all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, one of the biggest crappies I've seen this year was close to sixteen inches. Came out of Sandusky Bay. Sixteen. And that's on the south end of the lake. You said sixteen inches. Yeah, that was out of the bushes. That. That's amazing. I am just. That's a good one. Yeah, that's more than a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's much more than a good one, my friend. Minnows, uh, just simple jigs, small jigs, you think, or what? Yeah, a slip cork and a minnow, just a minnow and a hook, uh, jig head, uh, jig head and a minnow, uh, your favorite color jig, hair jigs. It really, honestly, does not matter. Wow. Um, you find the fish, they'll eat. Um, you know, they, when they come off the spawning beds, they're exhausted, they're tired, and all they want to do is chow on something. And chomp, chomp, chomp. That's right. 
Run Lake also has a real good, especially spring and summer. You know, we, we besides crappie that we're talking about, you can you start rolling into bass and catfish, don't you? Bass and catfish are doing pretty good right now. Um, especially the catfish are getting ready to move into the rocks and start spawning, and that is a blast. You can go up and down the rocks, fish shallow, and catch as many catfish as you want. Are they and, good size? Um, oh yeah. Yeah, real good size. Uh, in, anywhere from just your regular federal fiddler, good, you know, good eating size, all mm-hmm. the way up to, I don't know, seven, eight pounds. Ooh. With occasional ones bigger than that. Now that's, that. yeah, you know, eating size to seven, eight pounds, that's a, that's a lot of beef on the hoof there. Oh, beef, oh on, yeah. Beef on the fin, not the hoof. <laughs> beef all on right, the, we even caught some dandy white bass today on accident. Uh, we had three close to 18 inches. Really? Just uh, fishing for crappie. Now, but the white bass really, the, the, as we've talked over the years, more prime time for you is we get in the fall of the year, right? Yeah, that or when it gets really hot, and then they start chasing those big schools of shad to the surface. Oh, so really, you can you can go down to Ren Lake when it's you, you fish early in the morning before it gets really hot, and then you kind of go back and relax someplace, and then you go back out and uh, you know fish maybe after the sun goes down a little bit. Yes, uh, and that usually starts happening in the middle to late June and July, mm-hmm. even August. Um, that's when the white bass uh, are running real good on Rend. Wow. See, I, you know, I keep telling people, I love Rend Lake. A little bit of heaven, not a little bit, a hell of a lot of heaven. <laughs> at well, you know, it, it's got to be, if it's not the best, it's got to be one of the best crappie fisheries in the whole Midwest. I think so. I really, I, I believe that. Probably Channel Cat, too. And, you know, and cats um, put up a good fight. I don't care what anybody says. Cats are, you know, you get a good-sized catfish, you know, and if you're fishing with a crappie rig and you get a catfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're catching 10 to 15 a day on accident. Oh, my gosh. Everybody, we're talking with Jason Johns. Boneyard Guide Service uh, is the gentleman's operation. What's your cell phone number if somebody wants to get a hold of you? Um, area code 618-927-3432. Three four three two, and of course you can go to Boneyard Guide Service and yep, check that. You can that. go to boneyardfishing.com or boneyardoutfitters.com and get me either way. Yeah, and uh, Facebook too. Um, yes, I do have. Uh, you can like uh, Boneyard Outfitters Fishing and Lodge. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're on Facebook. I try to post frequently. That's good. Uh, well, you're doing a good job of sending me photos because I just sit there and I, I bang my head against the counter here. He's doing it again to me. He's doing it again to me. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you is that Ren Lake, even though you know it gets you get hit by some of those big storms and stuff that roll through the south, because it's a basically an open dam, even shortly after it, it's it's pretty well safe to go on the lake to go boating, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It doesn't... See, like I said, you know, at the beginning, we're Run Lake's a fixed-level spillway, so it's always flowing unless it drops real low. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, the storms, if you get a huge rain, um, maybe in the springtime when the lake is low, mm-hmm. it can mess it up for a day or two. But it's always safe to go boating on Run Lake. There's nothing, Yeah, especially the south end. You know, the north end, when the water's low, you want to watch where you're going. But, you know, the south end of the lake's always safe. Yeah, the, the north end of the lake is literally... The two fingers that make up Run Lake, uh, it's 19,000 19, plus acres, are full of tree stumps. 
A lot of tree stumps yeah. out there, and uh, oh, yeah, it's you, a you minefield. Know, yeah, it's a minefield. You know, if you're not, if you don't know where you're going, you're gonna go boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yep. But but that's and that's again, that's only when the water's a little lower. You know the yeah. You know the water's close to four ten. I haven't looked at the level in the last couple of days, but it's got to be close to four ten, four mm-hmm. nine. So that's that's four feet above normal pools, so yeah. you're fine. But all those stumps are places for fish to sit against and, and hide, right? Yeah, lots of. Oh, yeah. Lots of places for them to hide. Yeah, so you check out the stumps, go check out the fish cribs, work some of the other points, work the rocks, work some of those bays. I mean, you could fill up easily a day plus, plus, plus fishing Rend Lake and all the fun things that are, are you can do down there. Because, you know, if, if you get a bad rain day or whatever, just go to enjoyrenlake.com. Check out all the other businesses that are in the community down there for you to, uh, you know, see, go, have a, a little bit of orange sherbet. Ooh, baby, yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. standing faster. That's always a good one. It's uh, open right now. Oh, don't tell me that. I'm going to have to drive down just to get a scoop. <laughs> But, I mean, it is just, it's a lot of fun. It's so many different things to do and really so, so many different things to see. And once again, Jason, uh, your, I'm going to give everyone your phone number. It's 618-927-3432. And that's, uh, you know, Boneyard Outfitters, Boneyard uh, Fishing Guides. And uh, like I said, the, the man has got a nose for crappie and bass and catfish, but he's really got the nose for crappie down there in southern Illinois. Jason, thanks for coming on. You're welcome, buddy. All right. Jason Johns, everybody. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Waterworks has been there through this pandemic for the first responders' service marine needs for their boats and helping you with your own boating needs while you get ready to launch your boat this year. Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury repowered center in northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price. From the only authorized Mercury Reed Power Center in Northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. But if you need service or parts for your current boat or accessories from maps, oil, electronics, life jackets, or water toys, you only need to make one call or stop. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey sent you. 
Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, Paul's Pizza in Westchester on 31st and Wolf Road, Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com, hookandhunttv.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the knowledgeable sportsman, Ren Lake Area Tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com. Bizbaits, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. You can get them at bizbaits.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day but don't you rush away what a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones you feel fresh as a lemonade i'm listening to chauncey on chauncey's great outdoor on espn radio am 1000 in chicago oh what a spot for whistling like a fool well, welcome back, everybody, to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and I uh, hope everything's going well with you. I uh, just heard from Captain Tony. Yeah, he says he's been working some deeper water, a lot deeper than he wants to go, but he says, hey, I go where the fish are to bring my clients out to fish. So 
like I said, Captain Tony's doing a great job. Uh, you can get a hold of him at diamondghostcharters.com uh, if you want to set up a charter with him and uh, get more information. But he's, he said he's they're doing okay, but like he said, they're going out pretty deep water again, and until things settle down and the fish come back, it'll get better then. Uh, a few other things that we want to talk about, some little bit of outdoor news. Yes, we like the outdoor news. In the outdoor news world, if... Uh, a lot of things are opening up in Illinois, and they're going to open up more and more and more. So a lot of people are excited about getting back into the outdoors, whether it's doing some camping or, uh, you know, et cetera, just enjoying it. But please remember, you need to be, you know, socially distance safe and wear a mask. It's not going to kill you to wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, it might kill you, but it will help you. I know it's hard, but it will help you. Please remember that. Uh, in Indiana... Uh, they were spraying for gypsy moths. That's right. They were doing an aerial BTK treatments to manage gypsy moths in uh, Huntington and Porter counties. Uh, they completed them this week, and uh, they're probably going to do a couple more counties, I think. But it's an organic spray that gardeners have been using for many, many years. And uh, its safety record is fine, but it's really nasty on the gypsy moths. So that's, that one gets beat up. If you know they're going to be spraying your area, just stay inside for about 30 minutes. And once that adheres to all of the uh, trees and plants, then you'll be able to go back out. In the state of Michigan, big tree program going on with DTE Energy Foundation. Definitely check that out if you live in the state. If you're an organization or a group, you can get up to $4,000 in matching grants. That's really good, my books. Uh, so let's not pass that up. What mentioned Lake Michigan, Indiana waters, the people been out there, been running from uh, 50 to 100 foot of water, catching some kings, some uh, mostly lake trout right now, which is a good sign. Nothing wrong with you know, catching lake trout. Uh, that's a good idea. Fish have been scattered, so if you find a school of bait, circle the school, cut across the school, bump the school, cut to the edge of the school. That's how you're going to catch fish in that area. Cook County Forest Preserves, smaller ponds and lakes are going to be better. You're going to want to keep an eye on Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors next week because as soon as we hear if they're going to open up any trout lakes for uh, trout fishing, we're going to have it on there. So keep an eye on Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors for more information about the inland trout program that they do through them. Up on the Fox Channel Lakes, uh, we're seeing... Not a lot of action because the rain was up so high midweek it was closed. If they hold off on it, maybe some things are going to get better. Before you go up to the chain, definitely check out the foxwaterway.com. That's foxwaterway.com, and it'll tell you if the upper, lower, and the main lake are open or closed with high water sections. Illinois Cooling Lakes, well, the 29th, uh, Braidwood and LaSalle open, and I got a bunch of reports of some good bass fishing at Braidwood. LaSalle Lake had some good reports. Uh, fishing pressure was a little bit on the heavy side, so uh, the uh, I was surprised to see that activity. Uh, we're also seeing uh, the south shoreline of Heideke Lake being a spot that you want to try, that's always going to be a good sign to see. Walleye, they want a, just a, a minnow. That They want a minnow. Don't, don't play anything else. Just give them a minnow. They'll be happy. Well, you heard him on the phone on this program. Jason Johns out of Ren Lake says they're catching those crappies down there in southern Illinois and doing a fantastic job. It has been on and on and on, and so many people should get out there and try to enjoy it and see exactly what's happening down in the Ren Lake area. You can't go wrong with that. It's only going to be better. Rivers in Illinois? Well, the Illinois River from Ottawa down, in Starve Rock, you couldn't, uh, the state, the 
uh, parking lot was closed and uh, from because it flooded and the trash and everything else. So it's going to take a little while for the Illinois to calm down. From Ottawa downstream, it's starting to recede. But upstream from Ottawa, the levels were dropping better. Uh, so that is a very good sign for a lot of activity. Kankakee River, river levels are dropping. It's still muddy. It's still a little up and high, and there's a good current flow. But, you know, some fish like that. And if you're fishing that, you want to don't be in the middle of the river. You want to fish closest to the edge. You want to fish behind any rock, structure, uh, cuts that go in off the main river. Those fish don't want to fight the current all the time. They want to move off to the side to get some activity there. That's going to be the key program for you. Out of Delavan Lake, our good buddy Dave Dewey. His phone number is 262-728-8063. Let me repeat that. 262-728-8063. He said, crappie are suspending off the brake lines in 12 to 15 feet of water. A lot of boats out there, but he says you can catch some fish. The fish can be caught on slip bobbers, fishing a small fathead minnow, or by slowly retrieving a twister tail, or one of my favorites, a cubby mini mite. Mm-mm-mm. Can't go wrong with that one. <laughs> Northern pike fishing is excelente. Yeah, oh yeah, pike. You for those. You want the shallow bays, 8 to 10 feet of water is the key there. The best baits are large fire tiger uh, rapalas or small perch-colored crankbaits. They love those perch in that lake. Uh, Bluegill, you're going to find them pretty much in your better locations in 3 to 4 feet of water, and that's going to be the key word there, 3 to 4 feet of water to find that activity. Uh, the action that you're seeing in, in western Michigan, some of the they're going to be opening up the Many more areas in Michigan in the coming weeks. Wisconsin uh, has been a little bit more open than Illinois. So you're seeing a lot of boat traffic on Geneva. You're seeing boat traffic on other lakes. And it's it's quite heavy at times. Uh, but there's a lot of people and there's a lot of out-of-state plates that you're going to find in these locations. So that's another thing to remember uh, when you're working those locations. Okay, I like, oh, I can hear a flute playing. So I'd like to leave you with a Native American proverb at this time. And this one comes from our friends in the Lakota Nation. This is one of the things the old people taught me about the spirits was never have doubt. Let me repeat that one. This is from the Lakota Nation. One of the things the old people taught me about was the spirits was to never have doubt. That means don't ever not believe in the spirits. Well, we're coming to the end of the show, and I want to know you want you to know that we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we catch. We honestly are borrowing it all from our children's children's children. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Take care, everybody. <laughs>